Ladies and gentlemen, you are now tuned in to Let's Talk Battle Rap Podcast, the battle rap podcast of the world, Craig! Ah, it's been a long time since I've dropped that bomb. Oh, man, as you guys know, this is our Friday special, our KOTD Grand Prix review and preview episode. But before we get into that, let's get down to business, all right? Wherever you are listening to this on, whether it's Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Google Play, I need you to hit that subscribe button, all right? I need you to leave us a five-star rating. I need you to drop some comments in that joint, all right? Support your boys. It's that easy. It's free. Also, go to our YouTube, Let's Talk Battle Rap Podcast, and subscribe. We are that close to being at 1K subscribers. We're dropping content. We're dropping clips from our shows all the time. You get to hear these also on YouTube. So subscribe on that and help your boys out. Also, you know, man, LTBR Daily is on fire. We are live on caffeine four days a week, Monday through Thursdays, 10:30 a.m. till noon. You know, we got the biggest, the brightest battle rap stars coming through all the time. It's me, CC, France. We dropping predictions. We dropping all sorts of news, infographics, stats. And on top of that, man, we be turning up, getting toxic and all that. But nonetheless, we're bringing you the greatest in battle rap, man. So subscribe to us on Caffeine at caffeine.tv slash ltbr podcast once again that's caffeine.tv slash ltbr podcast for the best damn battle rap podcast in the morning yo today is a great show man as usual you know tim and i are catching up and uh today we start off the show talking about the old school era of hip-hop in new york city man we just catch up on what it was like to live through that era, we talk about fat beats, we talk about the ciphers in New York City, we talk about just running into random rappers and everything, and if you're an old head like us, you will definitely appreciate it. But if you don't give a damn about what we're talking about with this old school hip-hop stuff, then you can just jump to about minute eh, 25 or so in this podcast, and you can get straight to the KOTD content but, you know, if you love hip-hop as much as we love hip-hop, we know that you guys are going to stick around for the entire show because we're always dropping gems. So we appreciate you guys, man. And if you want to help out the show by leaving a donation, hit up our cash app, dollar sign, LTBR podcast. We truly appreciate all of you guys, man. And now enjoy the show. Peace. Do you know who his brother is? His brother's a producer from Master Ace, I want to say. Look at Lord this. Digger. Yeah, Lord Digger. Shot stimulized brother, man. Look at this. All this random yes. hip hop. You know Come about. on, brother, man. I was made to do this, man. I'm telling you, man. I'm, wow. I'm surprised you knew that. That's crazy. But oh, then again, you over here writing all the lyrics from like 1983 and on. <laughs> you know For real, though. Yeah, and especially like New York underground shit. Like, that was yeah. my shit. Oh, oh. everyone. New York underground. Oh Everyone. my gosh. I could have yo man, that was a whole different era. I used to be up mad late on Thursday nights listening to Stretch and Bobito from like 1 a.m. to like 5 a.m. and then sometimes they go overtime. And mind you, we in high school, so it's like imagine trying to go to sleep at 5 a.m., waking up at six and then dragging <laughs> your ass to school. 
<laughs> and then yeah. you, yo, I, I got I, that I, tape, yo. Did you hear that that mob deep freestyle last night? Shun? Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> sleeping yeah. in class. All over that. Yeah, there would have been. Oh, uh, uh, did 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 you hear about the arsonists? <laughs> they were, you know, like right. It was like groups like that where it's like, who the fuck is the, the arsonist? You know arsonist. I mean? Funny enough, one of those guys from the arsonist, I forgot what his name is, but so, he does mad uh, hostings everywhere. He does like mad corporate gigs, like it's crazy. Oh, 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 oh! Are, are you thinking about uh, uh, D Nice? Destroy. Oh yeah, yeah his yeah. name is Destroy. Yeah, yeah, no, no. D Nice was from Boogie Down Productions, from BDP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this dude is destroyed. He used to go on tour like he was a a hype man, not a hype man, but like a host for like a bunch of stuff. So in between all of the performers, he'd come out, hype the crowd up, and all that stuff. He hosted. Um, I remember I shot a uh this website MCMI. I was working with them for a little bit. They had me go out and film uh PH's album release party. Um, okay. and Homeboy was hosting, and it was pretty dope. It was crazy because Cortez performed there that night. Math Hoffa performed there. Imami was performing there, and everything, and like <laughs> it was banana. So it's like even then, you still like in the midst of all this battle circuit stuff and underground hip hop stuff. Like it's bugged how everything has come full circle, and now it's like you know you and I are doing the number one battle rap podcast in the world, Craig and. You know, back then yeah. you were just doing stuff for fun, and now it's like, oh snap! Like you know, getting recognized for these things and all that. You know what I mean? Wild. It's kind of no, crazy. Seems, seems like the perfect guy because he seems like he's got so much personality. Hell like yeah. he was doing all the crazy things with his voice and just uh, yeah, he just yep. seemed like a guy. And it's crazy so. too because back then you literally could listen to the arsonists who were like. You know, lyrical guys, fun yeah, guys, yeah. not necessarily like, oh, I'm going to stick you up and you know, sell right, right. 32 yeah. bricks in two hours and all that stuff. And then you could listen to a Nas come on that radio station right after, literally freestyle all this street stuff. And you could love it equally. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. there was so much diversity back then, man. I kind of missed that with the college radio and all that stuff. Like, Absolutely. you don't get a chance to do that anymore, you know? Yeah, I think now you gotta, you just gotta dig for it a little bit more. You know what I mean? Like, you absolutely you, you have, have to. to. Go on certain websites, you know, there's a ton of material out there. But yeah, you're right. There's nothing like on the mainstream that that's like, all right, here's a mixture. Here's just dope stuff. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, here's the real popular shit, or here's the underground shit. There's nothing that's like. There's nothing, and even with the playlist, right? The playlist is like, it's all one thing. It's like, all right, here's all your trap stuff. Here's all your gangbanger stuff. Here's all your underground rap stuff. So it's like, um, how am I supposed to draw in listeners from other genres? Like, I'm just going to be listening to the same people. Who, like, it doesn't make any sense to me. And I feel like there's a lot of segregation in hip hop now where you don't get a chance to, to, to get a melting pot for things to blend together. It's just like, listen to all of one thing. And never listen to any of the other stuff. It's like they're not going to mix it up for you. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, for crying out loud, Bobito had a record label called Fondalum Records, yo. (laughs) (laughs) They had a whole song about jerking off. With Cool Keith. (laughs) Doing beef stroking off to my Twinkie gush. (laughs) What? (laughs) And then right after that, it'll um, it'll be a Royal Flush record being played right after that. You know what I mean? Now yeah. it's like you can't get that at all. Like it kind of sucks, man. 
Man, I forgot about Royal Flush. That was Mike Geronimo's boy. Yeah, Royal Flush was fire, man. Like, he was fire. It's it's crazy. I think about back then and all the guys with their queen style. And it's like, not that it wasn't all one style, but you can see how they all had similarities in their style. But each dude had their own individual version of it. Like, you know... Royal Flush, you can hear a little bit of Nas's stuff. They can share a little bit of it together. And Tragedy Gaddafi could share a little bit of it. And Noriega could share a little bit of it, you know. And But they all had their own style to go with it. You know what I mean? Like, that was such a different era, man. Like, now, oh, it's just so different now, man. Like, you can literally just copy and paste and then put your own stuff out and then good to go, you know. Yeah, I think I think the samples and, and, and all that um, is that. what I the most, man. Because yeah. Uh, yeah. the production back then was incredible, and like now, crazy. now they're beating. I'm just like, dude, someone whipped that up in five fucking minutes. <laughs> you know you what know, I mean? I, I don't got a problem if someone ripped it up in five minutes, but let it be fire. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Like, yeah, let exactly. it be fire, exactly. man. Like, I do miss the samples. I feel like when the samples got taken out of hip hop, lost a little bit of that soul, man. You lost a little bit of that tradition, and I don't care what anyone says. True hip hop music, not just rap music, it's got the samples involved, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a certain, there are certain elements and ingredients that you need to have a true hip hop record, you know. And that's right. like right. all of it's been when they took out the samples, and ugh, all we had was those Casio beats, man. Back in the days, it was like. Jeez Louise, Papa Cheese, bro. I know, I, I know, and like having those beats, sometimes you know, I mean, like shout out to Swiss, you know, he yeah. did a lot, and a lot of his shit was great. Like I really, I, I feel like it, but yeah, there's there's a time and a place for it too, and yeah, but I get it. At the same time, who the hell is going to be paying a hundred grand to you know sample something? Absolutely, you know? that that's the conundrum there, man. It's like you know, you you you're missing that that element. But then it's like, yeah, it, it does become a business after a while. And I got to give it to Swiss, man, because when he first came out, I was so backpack heavy that I was like, oh, I'm not listening to this Casio stuff. Oh, right. this is, oh, what are you doing? What are you doing? And then after a while, I'm like, yeah, you know, somebody's beats are kind of fire. And then, right. Right. you know, and then you're like, oh, Swiss samples, too. And you're like, little samples are fire. And then. A lot of his original beats became even more fire. I got to remember, this kid was like 17 when he started making beats. So think about anything you were doing at 17. You probably weren't the best at that time. You know what I mean? Incredible. Yeah, man. And now he's like one of the greatest hip-hop producers of all time. And the thing is, you know, I think about when I used to not like his beats. But he's one of the most hip-hop guys, though. Like, he really was a DJ. He really was DJing parties. He really grew up. You know, right there on um, on uh, where where hip hop started with Cool Herc and all those guys, like you know his older brothers and everything like that, and his family is like deep into this thing. So it's like he's truly a hip hop guy who managed to navigate those waters of no sampling. Okay, cool. And then it's like, oh, I'm rich enough to sample now, so I'll do whatever I want. You know what I'm saying? And I, now I got leverage. So it's just so. It's crazy, man. It's crazy when you think about like all of the how hip hop has changed over the years, bro. Yeah, no, I I never knew that about Swiss that he started that young and that he was from there and had had his roots and all that. That's, yeah, that's really- no, he's like a like a little really like a child prodigy, man. When it came to that stuff, like you look at those videos and stuff. I know 
we see a bunch of dudes lifting weights in the middle of some schoolyard somewhere, <laughs> and then some skinny right. big nose kid is there bouncing around in the back, and you're like, well, he's right. got to be at least 25, right? <laughs> he's right. like, no, <laughs> ah, I'm like not even out of high school yet, you know what I'm saying? So right. it's like it's crazy when you think about it, man. You're like, damn. I'm like, this guy was my age when he was making records, and I'm over here criticizing him about making records with Jay-Z. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Who's there? Yeah, and, and w- weren't they all, like, uh, riding around on, like, motorcycles and ATVs in there? In those yeah, in the middle of the street. Oh, man, that was a whole other era, man. I was like, what the hell is this black bike gang going on? Like, <laughs> I never knew brothers could have a black bike gang. I thought you had to be in, like, yeah. the Aryan yeah. Brotherhood or something like that to be in a motorcycle gang. I was like, what is happening here? I mean, motorcycle <laughs> club, my bad, you know? Well, the did that ever happen, like, in real life? Like, do you ever, like, go outside Brooklyn and be like, oh, there's some guys going down on... The- yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, as you get older and you start to recognize, you're like, huh, those vests that they're wearing, <laughs> it's not just because really? they want to put their names on it. These guys are a quote-unquote club. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then you start finding the brothers who ride those... um. You know those big Harleys? Not the hogs, per se, but the ones with the flares on the side and all that stuff? Yeah. And like the big wide ones, you're like, oh, okay. Oh, oh, now it all makes sense. You know what I mean? Like you guys are into this club life, you know? And then you ride around and you, you'll you see um little garages with a bunch of motorcycles there and a bunch of like goonish looking dudes. And you're like, oh, okay, so there are black motorcycle clubs. Like you never knew that. You know what I mean? No, no, no. I would have never known that. I would have never known that. Like, if you watch um, Sons of Anarchy and stuff like that, it's like, ain't no brothers on that show. Oh. <laughs> so you would never think. Well, I mean, yeah, there was like a one or two that end up popping up in the later episodes or whatever. But, yeah, man. But but Rough Riders, though, like, they opened up the door to that where it was just like, oh, all right. And I thought it was just a rap thing. But then it's like, you go state to state, they actually got, like rough rider like chapters all over the country man where like if you pop up and even Jin was saying it he was like yeah you know ah rough riders really like a family i would go on tour over here and then as soon as i land there's like 10 rough rider guys coming to pick me up and i had no clue and they're like yeah we're gonna take care of you while you're out here so nothing happens to you wow. <laughs> i was like that's kind of fire yeah i was like this is kind of fire man imagine everywhere you go you just got like a group of you know extended family making sure that everything you want is there for you and making sure you're all right because you know man this rap life is crazy you go to all these different states and stuff like that and you're just anywhere anything could happen to you man you know what i'm saying jen will be the first to tell you that (laughs) can you believe it jen was on rough riders man like during their heyday too bro i remember watching that 106 in park he's killing everybody and then funny enough rough riders is like hosting the last battle and stuff and then he's like oh we got the chain for you i'm like oh yeah like the fix wasn't in already right right <laughs> like, right, right. like yeah, he was yeah. really gonna lose this battle yeah. <laughs> you know but but i think the most amazing part about that is like they actually came through with it you know what yeah, i mean like yeah. rockefeller did that shit with um uh, on, on on mtv they're like hey whoever wins this battle right signed right. to rockefeller and that never happened. Right, you know? exactly. It was they, like, yeah, okay, like, fuck sure. Off. <laughs> yeah, like, well, we got a Beanie Siegel album to put out. Sorry, yeah. kid, beat it. <laughs> yeah, we no. ain't trying to 
fucking eyes from Florida. Fuck off. We don't. We don't. <laughs> yo, I mean, Jin actually had a whole. Yo, he had a single produced by Wyclef. He had one of the most fireous beats from Kanye West in a feature on that joint. Like they actually try to make it work. You know, it's just. Yeah. I mean, it didn't work. You know, but they tried though. So I got to right. give them that, man. And you know, speaking of battle rap, it's just like. Rough Riders was really into that battle and stuff. I just watched an interview with uh, Bathgate. Um, he used to be called Billy Bathgate back in the days from um, Kid from Harlem or whatever. And, you know, he was on all the DVDs back in the days and stuff like yeah. that and the different ciphers and everything. And he was he w- it was on a Queens Flip show and uh, flipped the script. And he was talking about his battle rap history. And, you know, he battled Gilly the Kid and all these people. And then one time, you know... Um, he went up to the uh, DMX How's It Going Down uh, video shoot and the Rough Riders were out there and they just had like the whole squad of pups that you had to battle before you can get to the main artist and I think he was supposed to battle Dragon but then Ja Rule stepped up and was like oh, I'm gonna battle you kid <laughs> and like Ja Rule battled him while he was signed like it's crazy like wow. you hear these stories when Ja would be like yeah I used to be battling people on there at the video shoot <laughs> And then you're like, oh, this guy actually, like, you know, confirmed the story that Fools was out there, like, actually doing it. So even the biggest rappers from back then, no matter what, had to step their feet into the battle world, man. Right. Like, that is, it's bananas when you think about it. Like, but that was just the trials and tribulations of the road of becoming a real live artist. Like, you had to battle. Mace was battling all the time in Harlem. Like, they would talk about how the locks would come down. And they'd all be in like Harlem or one two fifth or whatever, and you know Mace his whole crew and Big L and all these guys and all yeah. the locks and everybody, man, it's crazy, dog. Like, but now you think about it nowadays, like the biggest artist here, you think Trippy Red is thinking about battling anybody? No, no, <laughs> you know no. what I'm saying? Like, none of these cats is battling nobody, man. Like, it's that's why I think I still appreciate the fact that we have. You know, smack them and uh, KOTD and everybody. Like, it still provides that platform, man, for, for people to get their bars off. Because these guys out here are not trying to battle nobody, man. Nope. Yeah, it, it, it seems like a very separate lane now. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but for like back in the day, man, because you didn't you didn't have like uh, platforms like SoundCloud or anything like that where you're like, I want people to hear me rap. Like, you just didn't have it. So it's like. You just always gotta have some verses on deck, yeah. A crowd, and that has to help you with like your your confidence and everything, and, and yeah. Presence and all that sort of stuff because you have been rapping in front of crowds of people. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, it all it, it all makes sense in like the progression of an MC or whatever. Yeah, and it just brings your confidence level up. And I mean, you got to think about it if you're literally outside. And there's a crowd of people who don't give two rats asses about who you are. And there's all sorts of outside activities going on. And you got to make everyone stop and listen to you. You know what I'm saying? And pay attention to what you're doing. And if you're corny, they're going to let you know. You know? And this isn't like a crowd that's paying to show up to see you rap. So they got to, ah, let me be on somewhat decent behavior. It's like, no, man. I got some drugs to sell and I'm taking time out. (laughs) I'm right. doing that to listen to you rap. You better right. not be corny and you better not say right. nothing crazy about me because it can get real. And on right. top of that, I mean, whether you were doing what you said you were or not, you had to put out the perception that, look, 
you're going to believe this conviction one way or the other, or I'm going to be rapping so good that you're going to be like, oh, you know, I don't think he's going to do that, but man, he can rap. You know what I'm saying? Like, he can rap. I'll give him a pass because he's really good, you know? And I think of some of these battles where these guys are, you know, saying all these derogatory things about each other's gangs and stuff like that. And I'm like, this would never happen on the streets. Are you crazy? Like, I feel like back then, if if a Crip dude and a Blood dude battled each other and it was on the streets, first of all, you'd have to have some really, really well-respected guys to make sure, like, nothing goes down. But certain words, like, when we watched the Old Red versus Geechee battle, that's, like, that, that's, yeah, like, bro, that's not happening on the street. Like, you're right. not doing all right. of that. Like, that's not going to happen. Like, there's right. going to be a shootout. Battle's over. <laughs> you know uh-huh. what I'm saying? But... Now I guess we have a safe space, so it's like the give and the take. You know what I'm saying? Like things just kind of change over time, man. But it's oh man, dude, you got me reminiscing, man. I I know it, man. I yeah, it's funny how I was just like, all right, before we start, I just I just got to ask Vlad about shot stimuli. Shot and stimuli. Now, you know, <laughs> minutes later. Oh man, tonight I yo when I come back home later, man, I'm definitely going back in my old school bag and watching a bunch of early 90s mid 90s rap videos and stuff man i need to get my fix bro i definitely need to get my fix man i love that stuff man yeah that's that's definitely like my era you know what's really dope is is um uh, uh one of the nights uh you know i was supposed to be interviewing uh iron solomon it just didn't work out yeah and uh I, we just ended up talking for an hour and a half oh wow just fire up- record right yeah and um he was telling me about you know growing up in new york and you know listening and running into to rappers like new york underground guys that he was running into and he was just man it it, it just made me jealous of like you (laughs) and him hey just walk down the street and you just run into you know nature or fat joe or you you know like whatever you know whoever that right meanwhile you're in madison running into like the greatest cheese maker that was canton had to produce (laughs) i ran into johnson from johnsonville brats so there's that you know what i mean oh the way you wrap your meat in that case and the (laughs) snap of the sausage is just so amazing (laughs) oh how do you get the spices in those brats they're so amazing (laughs) it ain't the same thing you know oh where'd you get the sauerkraut from oh Oh, the German immigrants that came out here. Oh, thank goodness. Oh, the crowd is so good. We don't have that here, man. But, hey, I remember when I went to New York, like, I don't know, it was like 12 years ago or whatever. Yeah. And just walking down, um, you know, just walking down the street in Manhattan, whatever. I'm just scanning everyone's face. I'm like, I know know one (laughs) thing that I know. I just know it. There's no way I can be in New York for 10 minutes without seeing someone that I Oh, you're like, oh, the Bush babies. Where'd you guys come from? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, it's Mr. Man. It's Mr. Man from the Bush babies. Oh, my God. Right. Oh, this is fantastic. Hilarious. Oh, natural elements. Oh, I didn't expect to run into you guys. Oh, Oh, can someone take me to Fat Beats, please? (laughs) No, that is the holy Mecca. That to me was the holy Mecca. You You ever been? Did you go? No, 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 no. I never oh, yeah, it. I've been there, man. Okay. It was pretty. Yeah, it, it is, man, because 
dude, you could run into whoever there, Pete Rock, whatever, man. You just happen to just show Soul up. Con. Yeah, something. Yeah, SoCon <laughs> worked there. He I know, worked I know. there. That's crazy. Yeah. Damn, man. Now I think about it, like the fact that they had battles and fat beats and. I think they got a fat beat store in LA now or something like that. You know, yeah, I want to say that, but went under. Yeah, Fat Beats was by Grace Papaya, and Grace Papaya wasn't too far from like Electric Lady Recording Studios. Like, yeah, it's crazy, man. Like, I remember one time I'm just walking down Sixth Avenue, and then I'm like, oh, Capone Noriega, just randomly walking down the street. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh... New York is just like that, man. Like, it's just. I don't know. There's no place in the world like it, man. At all. At all, man. Yeah. Oh, Tim, man, I feel like we've been ruminating about classic hip-hop days now for about 22 minutes. And I'm sure everyone is like, ah, yeah, man, you two old geezers talking about days that I wasn't even born yet. Can you get to the KOTD Grand Prix already? We're tired of this hip-hop talk. Well, listen, man. Now. Yeah. Right, we gotta give you guys the history, man. And so, you know, now it's time to move on with for right. our KOTD review and preview of uh last week's North Side Division, and we're gonna preview this week's West Coast Round Two Division. So Timbo, let's get it started, player. How do you wanna start? You wanna go with last week's first or preview? Yeah? My son said, Yeah, let's go with last week. So you know, being that we've done a lot of the reviews on uh, LTBR Daily, this week we'll run past the reviews just a little bit quick. You sure you got him, man? You sure? You got your nap? You got your rest? He was my co-host. Oh. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, you want to stay, buddy? Ah, right, no, you take him. Okay. You take him. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure at some point he's just going to go like ham, and I'm going to be like, baby, take the baby, take the baby. <laughs> he's going ham. Save me, D. Save me. <laughs> yeah, but he got his hip-hop lesson today, so he's like, thanks, papa. <laughs> All right. Oh man, I had my son. I had my son saw him on my lap for like the first twenty-two minutes, giving him a hip hop lesson. And thank goodness my wife came He's to take him. It all in. Yeah, man. And you can see he was chilling. He wasn't even acting he crazy. Was, yeah, he was. He was digging the vibe. He man. was like, oh, New York, Shane. Yeah, Sixth <laughs> Avenue, Shane. Grace Papaya. Yeah, Fat Week, Shane. Yeah, I'm gonna go there when we go back to New York in November, Shane. Yeah, take me to the spot, <laughs> son. <laughs> yeah, Shane. <laughs> Yeah, flat foot. Start talking like that. That would that would be hilarious if you grew up. Yeah, that's gonna be his first words. Yeah, Shay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what the bottle, flat foot? Yeah, feed me, Shay. (laughs) Yeah, give me that cow push. Yeah, Shay. (laughs) Yeah, I'm tired of this fake milk. Yeah, come on, give me the goat milk. Yeah, give me the good stuff, (laughs) Shay. Yeah, where's the yoo-hoo? I want the chocolate. Yeah, Shane. <laughs> where's the Dane that I came out of? Yeah. <laughs> Dane. <laughs> yeah, she's going to be carrying me around, Shane. Yeah, pick me up. <laughs> I want to walk, Shane. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah, man. My kid is going to sound like uh, James Cagney when he starts talking. Yeah. <laughs> Dick Tracy and whatnot. Old time criminal. Yeah. Right. All right. Hey, yeah. Yo. So. So. The one thing I want to touch on. Hey. Yo. We get into actual battles uh-huh. is uh, act. Oh. Hey. The floor is yours, brother. Go ahead. 
Hey, man. So, so um, he's been hosting the last three weeks. Like, right? Uh, Lush did the first week, yeah. and then Axe been doing uh, the others. Mm-hmm. And you know, at first, uh, you know, I don't know. I wasn't. I wasn't quite. Uh, wasn't quite on board. But you know what, man? As time's gone gone on, I think every week I like him a little bit more. I think he he does a good job trying to balance. Um, uh, um, kind of entertainment but also like you know interviewing people not running out of shit to say uh he actually has some insight on on actual battle rap um i thought he was doing pretty good i thought he was i i I, i'm kind of hoping that he's here on sunday i'm pretty sure he will be man it seems like he's been uh i mean he's been everywhere he went to the first he was on the first west coast one correct I don't think so. I think Lush Lush One was holding it down. There. Oh yeah, you are correct. It was Lush One by himself. Yeah, yeah, he was in the other three. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm not sure if he's gonna be there, man. But uh, baby, man, they're flying you all around the world. You taking full advantage of this joint, man. Yeah, right. Right for sure, man. Only thing I would say is let the artist speak just a little bit more, man. <laughs> just a little bit more, I'd say. <laughs> But no, nah, man, he's definitely doing his thing, holding it down, man. It's not an easy job at all. I do not envy the job. You know what I'm nah. saying? So, man, all those hosts that do those those joints, like, I don't envy it because sometimes it could be a thankless job, you know? Like, you just Absolutely. try to make things happen and people are like, yeah, move on. Like, we don't want to see you. And then, you, you know, <laughs> right. like, we want to hear the raps. And it's like, well, we got to fill in some time in between the raps. Relax. Got to do something. Hey, and, and that was the other thing. Um, I think uh king of the dots getting more efficient at this whole thing because i want to say the the end of uh real deal and times ended at like 425 ish so Mm -hmm. it's like you know from start to finish it was like two two and a half hours right um which uh yeah so so it started at two o'clock my my time zone so yeah so that was pretty good, man. Um, for the for the four battles, is better than the previous weeks. Yeah, no, it's definitely like, they're uh, definitely streamlining some stuff for sure. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. So, yeah, I think like Shadi and Sharon, like it was a half hour between Shadi versus Sharon and Gage versus Marv One. Wow, that's and a long got, time, got bro. In there. <laughs> there, they got you know they got the battle in there all within a half hour. It was like all right. We know what we're doing now. Hopefully, we can like keep this going because that was the one thing from I, you know, I, I feel like the last few weeks there are definitely some times where I'm like, why are we waiting an hour in between that? Right, right, yeah. It's like everyone is here. What are we doing right now? Hurry up! What is taking so damn long? So yeah, I think everyone, everyone is just in the back, like building the set. Like and and that's the thing. I keep going back to Gates of the Garden. Like I've watched their like live, you know, streaming show, and it's uh-huh. like where there's twenty battles in a day, right? And it's just like, dude, if you have three, they have three minutes in between battles. It's just like you take the <laughs> mic off of one guy, you slap it on the next. Oh, hey, put the hot dog down. It's time to rap. Oh, okay. Start rapping, you know? <laughs> All right, Burn, word, man. Oh man, but overall, what'd you think about the north side the north side division last week? Uh I thought it was pretty good, man. Uh the 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 real deal versus times battle was I think if not the best battle I've seen so far, it's it's definitely top two or three. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, man. It was an entertaining night. 
some things we got spot on. We were definitely a hundred percent correct. And other things was kind of like, Oh, I didn't see that one happening. So, uh, yeah. who shall we start with first? Man? Should we start with Gambello and city? Yeah. All right. Gambello and city, man. We'll run through these a little bit quickly. So, uh, what'd you think overall about Gambello versus city? A short, yeah. uh, short prep time. Cause we know that, yep. uh, Joe and I, uh, couldn't do the battle, so both these guys had pretty much what about a week to put these rounds yeah, together. Yeah. Seven, eight days, I want to say. Yeah. So yeah, and and you know what, M City was flawless, and he was good, and you know did his did his rappy rap thing, which you know we, we knew he would. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of his style, and he was he was fine. I think Joey uh, stumbling over his stuff a little bit. You know, it's not like he was super choppy, but it he definitely didn't have like a like a just a flow with his material, which um, I think definitely hurt him. I mean, if you're judging, that's definitely an easy thing to to point out. We're just like this guy rapped, and when he rapped, it was very smooth. This guy, when he rapped, it was choppy at some points. Smooth guy wins, you know. <laughs> smooth that, be smooth be notorious. You know? Glorious knowledge is infinite. I live in a fortress. I'm so mm-hmm. astronomical, but on a physical plane. Yo, yeah, 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 exactly. I, I totally agree with you. Um, but but you know what? It was pretty cool to see Gambello kind of compartmentalize his rapping. It's like first round is mad cocaine round, all coke, all <laughs> first round. It was like coke, 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 and it was like eh, I'm not mad at this. Then, you know, second round, he, you know, punches. And then third round, tries to get a little bit more at his style and stuff like that. But M-City just screams classic battle rap, man. Like, you can literally picture him rapping in some record store or some clothing store. You could put him right in the era of the Philly guys or any of those guys. And, you know, for a week's worth of time, I definitely wasn't mad at the material. Some of the stuff was a little OBC-ish here and there, but I mean, he hasn't been around for three years and you guys tell him to get ready in a week. Not mad at his material at all, but definitely the stumbles definitely cost um, Joey the battle. If you were... If you were hedging on saying, I'm not sure which one won, it's easy. Like you said, man, it just go well. M-City was very clean, so I'll give him the battle. But yep. I kind of feel bad for Joey, man. This was like his shot to really con- make a make more of a name for himself on a national scene and, you know, live and everything like that. And he's got so much personality, but I definitely feel like he'll be around some more. I think KOTD understands what happened and they're not mad at what, you know, his performance at all. And he'll be back, you know, so, but salute to M city though, man, for being a consummate MC. I feel like even if he's not battling, I feel like he's one of those guys who will write a couple of rhymes per week just because for practice, you know what I mean? So it's like guys like that always stand a chance and salute to him because he wasn't as OBC ish as uh, rich dollars was in his first and third round. So maybe he watched that battle and like, (laughs) not going to happen to me. I ain't doing any ABC schemes. Yeah. I'm not going to do the alphabet when I rap. Shane. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't going to catch me. Where's my fedora. (laughs) No. So, Hey, I I picked Joey M City one. I'm not mad at that at all. Yeah, you know? man. Likewise, I thought that the experience and the fact that Joey was out here battling, you know, consistently yeah. would have um would have uh helped him edge the battle. But hey, man, I ain't mad. You know, it was a decent battle. It wasn't like he got killed or anything like that. So you win some, you lose some, but you live right. to fight right. another day. Yeah. Oh man, next battle, man. Sharon versus Shatipi. 
Is this the biggest one-sided battle of the tournament? Bro, this has to be clearly the biggest body bag of the tour. I don't even think there's been a real body bag this tournament, but this was a body bag. Call the coroners, call the medical examiner, call the funeral arrangements. Like, listen, man, get the hearse ready. You're going to drive out to wherever suburbs in Detroit and put him in a plot. That brother dead, man. Yeah. <laughs> he dead. <laughs> like he's gone. Like he's not coming back. This was terrible. This was bad. Like this was really, really bad. As Sharon predicted that he would choke. Who knew he would choke all three rounds? And he choked with bad material. Like it wasn't good at all. And Sharon was fire. Sharon was the fire flame spitter all three rounds, man. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I was thinking too. I know. Um, yeah, Shotty P ended his first with the KOTD should sue you for spreading the Sharona virus, oh and I was like, God. oh, um, oh, but um, no, yeah, yeah, Sharon was Sharon was really good, man. I think the first round was you know kind of classic, just you know mm-hmm. punchlines and, and and haymaker sort of stuff, and then um, the second round he he was like. Rapping, rapping. Like I don't think I've heard Sharon rap like that. Yo, uh, and I... it was it was refreshing, man. It was it was, it was good. And then second, you know, Shotty's choking. Uh, round three, Sharon's doing. His, I think was probably his best round. Sharon's right? best round. And Sharon then, calls a choke out. <laughs> yeah. And Shotty be chokes. Uh-huh. It was just like, oh, uh, this was nasty. But I mean, yo, we predicted this to a T, man. We said the man ain't stand a chance. He was going to get pulverized, and he did, man. Sharon, oh, man, he put him in a DDT, put him in a tombstone. He put him in a superfly Jimmy Snooker off the top rope. Like, it got right. nasty, bro. It got nasty, man. Listen, Shoddy P, you've gotten multiple chances with big – you've battled Charlie Clips, bro. You've battled Sharon. You've battled some heavy hitters, and you have not come through. And this is not meant to disrespect you at all. This is all being objective. And if we lied to you, we would we would be doing you a disservice. You've got to get it together if you want to continue to be in this game, man. Like this is national exposure. This is on Twitch. Everyone's watching. You can't shit the bed like this. I mean, uh, decline. Who the heck's calling me? I mean, yeah, man, like you can't you can't shit the bed like this, man. There was diarrhea all over his bed, man. The bed he woke up, the bed was just brown, stanky. You know what? There was flies and, all over the bed. It was nasty. It was it, it was bad. And, and and he knew it. And at the end of the battle, he didn't shake Sharon's hand. He just walked out of the building, man. Yeah. Was, I, I think he was just so mad at himself. And I mean, Sharon felt bad for him too. I think he, he said in a couple different interviews, he was like He's just like felt bad for Shadi because he, he he knows that Shadi's better than this, and what a terrible showing it was for him. And you know, to Sharon's credit, he even said on one of his interviews, he's like, "Hey, you know, I memorized my stuff like four or five days or prior." Right. But he's like, "I woke up yesterday morning. I couldn't remember how to start my second round. I just I just blanked out." Right. He's like, "Those things happen, and you know, this happened to Shadi just multiple times in multiple battles." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like after a while, listen, anyone can choke. Like, 
Anyone yeah, can choke. That's, that's not what we're getting at. It's the fact that if you're choking in multiple battles, then it's something about either your preparation or maybe performance anxiety when you get out there and the lights are on and a major opponent is standing across from you and all of a sudden it's just like brain blanks out. You're going to have to get that together if it's happening in multiple battles, man. Right. Yeah, man. All right, Shadi P, get it together, man. Sharon, we have no yeah, concerns but- for you, man. Like, you, you, come on, you're world class. We know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, uh-huh. moving on. Marv 1 versus Gage, brother. Yep. So, um, yeah, I I thought I was I was disappointed in, in Gage in this. It, it, like, regardless of, like, you know, his choke, yeah. um, it, it was still – I don't know. I don't know if it was the material or just like the comfortableness, but kind of the some of the stuff we were talking about last week, where we're like, he's just got this swag and this style. Where mm-hmm. you're like, this guy's a real life. You know? And he's <laughs> just yeah. battle rapping Marv One right now. Right, right. Know? He took like, time off the blade to come and spray some it, rhymes, man. It just it it didn't have that feel. And granted, he's not in Chicago, you mm-hmm. know where where he's from. So I, you know, some of that makes sense. But he, yeah, he didn't kind of bring that he. We didn't see Gage at a hundred percent, which was kind of disappointing for me because I I thought it'd be really great for people who aren't familiar with him, which I think is a lot of people to actually see him um, and this different kind of style that he brings to the game. Because right. I don't think anyone is like Gage in battle rap. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so I was excited for for people to see it. And so they they saw him, but it's kind of this lackluster version of him. Absolutely, and. You know, the concern that we had was, can he maintain what he did in his one-rounders for three rounds? Like, can he bring that? Like, this thing can be an endurance sport at time. And when you're used to doing one-rounders all the time, and then you got to do a three-rounder, it really can catch up to you, man. And Mm -hmm. the stuff he was saying, I liked. It was so slick and witty, you know what I mean? But it's like, between the water breaks, which, Gage, man, you got to... I get it. Everywhere you might get cotton mouth. I don't know what the situation is, but like he'll be in a groove. Then all of a sudden, he's gonna stop, untwist right. the cap, squeeze the water bottle, crinkle it, drink from it, bring the water bottle back, close the top, and it's like, bruh, you were in such a good groove. Why you messed up? Don't disturb Yo, this groove. Yeah, come on, man. You know, and it's like ah, it was irritating me. You know, and um. And Marv was dope. Like, you know, we, we predicted this. Marv, he knows how to rap to these crowds. He, he, right. he, like at this point, and do not take this in a disrespectful manner. It's like a stand-up comedian who goes, yeah, these jokes will hit. This will hit. The timing on this will be great. All right, if the crowd is rocking like this, I'm going to land this joke like this. You know what I mean? Like there's such a parallel between stand-up comedy and battle rap. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and Marv, you know, he figured it out. Like I knew that he'd have the stamina to go the three rounds and to, to outlast Gage. and But his material was good, too. And on top yeah. of that, let's talk about this third round. I mean, people have taken, you know, little shots at Avo, but he took the time to really talk to that man and be very direct and pretty blunt in what he felt about Avocado. Were you surprised that he took that angle in the third? Like, what did you think about it? Yes and no. I think... Um... I'm sure he knows Avo pretty well. Just, I mean, he's been with KOTD for, for a minute. A, yeah. A while. yeah, done a lot of events. Hey, hey, he's not only has he battled on King of the Dot, 
uh, quite a bit. You know, he's he's hosted events, yeah. Which I'm thinking you're working with Avocado quite a bit when you're hosting. I mean, you know listen, I mean? bro. Remember when that Diz thing went down? When Diz dropped the N bomb, and he was like, yes. "Diz, like it disappointed me, Diz." And I mean, and Diz is, you know, uh, Lebanese. You know what I'm saying? Which is, I guess, closer to African American than Avocado being from Colorado. You know what I mean? And, and yeah. This isn't a Crip gang, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, 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 yeah. I'm pretty sure he's gotten the pass from all his homies, but Marv didn't like that. So I was like, oh, this is, you know, on par for Marv's thinking and what he doesn't like. So, you know, for me personally, I was like, yo, Marv, good for you, brother. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because a lot of people are thinking it, and you really said what a lot of people have been wanting to hear. But the funniest thing is that he's like the second or third guy when he said Avo's name, he tripped over the bar. <laughs> like he kind of stumbled a little bit. I'm like, what the hell? What kind of curses Avo have over these guys? He's like, huh, as soon as you say my name, you're going to stumble. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's kind of crazy. But yeah, man, I mean, the words were definitely appreciated and he got it out. Yep. And now, Absolutely. you know, it, it's out. So it's done now. So now yeah. he can just get back to focusing on just rapping and he doesn't have to take any time out from uh from his bars anymore to address Avo because you know as you move along you're gonna have to have all of the three rounds be focused on your opponents to continue to move on because the competition is gonna get tougher as things go along right but good work from Marv though man kudos to Marv yeah yeah he won with a pretty much 90 percent fan vote and a unanimous decision I, I, how it was not 100 percent, i don't know man like some of these things are weird i'm like <laughs> who are these trolls or who is this 10 percent yeah. from like chicago you know what i mean yeah like how I, did sharon not have a hundred percent this is crazy like i don't understand that but um moving on to the final battle the best battle one of the best battles if not the best battles from the tournament so far Real deal versus times, brother. Wow. So what what a wild one. I mean, you know, this was oh, one that real we wild one. Uh -huh. I don't how, how did we do it predicting this one, Vlad? Um, we said that real deal was gonna win the battle. Like, he's a champ, like he just, he's not gonna win. Oh. Come on, man. How the hell is real deal gonna lose this uh, Like he's uh, a champ. He can't lose. This ain't gonna happen. He can't lose. There's no way. Oh, we're hey. like, oh, times, you better make a good name for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, we don't know when you're going to get a chance to be in front of this national audience again. And <laughs> he showed up, man. He and, really and showed that, up. But a hey, Real Deal showed up. It wasn't like Real Deal right. the best times won. Real Deal, Real Deal did fucking great, in he my did, opinion. Yeah. Uh, Real Deal was fantastic. Uh, and times just, he was just with them, step step it was incredible all three rounds all three rounds you know man eh, eh, this is weird like not that where you're battling should matter you know what i mean but i don't know maybe if this is in a different division maybe the outcome is slightly different or whatever but um but times earned it i'll say that you know he yeah real deal showed up all three first round was pen heavy Second round, joke heavy. Third yep. round, foot off the gas a little bit, but, but 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 you know he was still dope. And uh, with times, I felt like his first round was okay, and I was like, all right, like he'll do okay in this battle, and real deal will run away with it. But then the second round, you know, real deal had all the eye jokes, and I was I was dying, I was laughing. Oh, you know, they were fantastic. They were fan freaking tastic, classic KOTD style comedy. 
But times, like, as his round kept progressing, just kept catching heat, kept catching heat, personal stories, street talk, you know, like, everything you want to hear, super gutter. His delivery is just very crispy and very aggressive, and you can feel the pain that he's going through. And then third round, while Real Deal, I personally felt like, you know, the, the steam was let off a little bit, you know what I mean? Yep. Times, I felt like, as he just clearly took the third, like... He just the, the 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 pain he was expressing, the bars, the conviction, everything yeah. was on a thousand. So for me personally, it came down to that second round because I had real deal clear in the first, times clear in the third, and then the second is like, well, is it gonna be jokes or is it gonna be the real gutter talk? And I was thoroughly entertained by the jokes as I was the gutter talk. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like right. for me, I'm like, however the judges decide to go. I'm not going to be mad at it, but you know, I'm like, real deal is the champ. Like, this is probably going to go to real deal, but it ain't got a real deal. And with the times, I was kind of like, whoa, this is wild right here, man. I was shocked. No, and, 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 you know, that's, that's kind of my problem with the judges, Uh um, simply because uh, it was unanimous decision for, Mm, for, mm -hmm. And I, I, I'm not, I'm not mad that the judges picked times. Right. I'm. It went four zero. Yeah. Uh, to times. Yeah. Because um, the fan vote was fit. I, I think it's much more fitting of like what right. The yeah. Was, yeah. Which was a fifty-two forty-eight percent. You know. That it was a close ass battle. Yeah. Middle. Right. So damn close. Um, and then so to have all four judges go to real deal, I'm like. Come on, man. You know, yeah, I get it. Those those things can happen if they're if it's all in a vacuum, you know, and they're they're all separated. I, I like understand that, but yeah, it was it was a little disappointing to 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 see that. But um, not mad at the fact that Times won. Um, and, and this is exactly this is exactly why I love tournaments because none of us would have known Times right. had he not been this tournament and. Um, here he is. He, I mean, he made a name for himself overnight, and now I think everyone's really excited to see what he's going to do next round. Absolutely, man. I, I, I definitely expected it to maybe be a split decision, you know, because like I said, I was just as entertained by the jokes as I was with the gutter talk from times, but you know, it is what it is. In a tournament, you live and die by what the judges pick, and that's how the judges saw it. Yeah. So, you know, and ultimately if times winning is not like it's no robbery. It's nothing. He totally earned it. But I was just a little surprised that none of the judges had real deal. Yeah. That, that was kind of yep. like yep. surprising. But yep. it was a interesting week. You know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, yeah. this week we move on to the West Coast round two, man. Round two. Round two, man. And, and like this is this is what I was saying. I, even though I didn't agree with a lot of the decisions that came out of the West coast. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for the, for the matchups for, for every division. Yep. There's there, I bet you 25% of the decisions I didn't agree with, you know, some, some were bigger deals than others, like real deal versus times. I would have mm-hmm. gone real deal, but the fact times one, not that big a deal. You right. Know, they, they still did really good. So in this case though, um, Obviously, I thought Frack beat Disaster, as did, you know, just about everyone else. But I'm actually a lot happier we have Disaster versus Thesaurus as opposed to a Frack versus Thesaurus rematch. Right, right. Yeah. Which 
was a phenomenal battle for those who haven't seen. I love oh no, Frank. you're gonna give us the the thorough breakdown when we get to that point. Don't don't spoil it yet, brother. We gonna save that one for Ko Tim D and Jim Short, oh, yeah. G- Gene Shorts Nation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right. But um, salute to KOTD though for throwing another two battles on this card. You know, for keeping it a four battle card, and for also bringing out some local talent who needs some more. Uh, nationwide spotlight you know um we'll start from the bottom of the card we have uh the kid clutch versus tk tim you know what i mean we yeah. got that the kid clutch out from corson corson california delano or delamo or you know and, what i'm saying uh, tk from um uh los angeles no 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 uh, uh las vegas all right and, yeah um, he, yeah, he's he's another Ahab cat. I think all these guys are pretty much yeah uh, yeah yeah. I think pretty much all these guys are from Ahab. At least done a handful of battles o- over there. But anyways, um, yeah, I, I think Clutch is um, is is the clear favorite here just because of uh, experience. He's obviously he's had like around forty battles and he's battled some some big names. Uh, he just had that battle with. Agichi Gotti. And how'd you think he did? All right. So if you're watching the battle from the start, you're like, yo, this kid is dope. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he's got bars. He's got punches. I like his flow and all that. Like, he's not the most aggressive dude where he's like, you know, bully footing dudes around the ring or anything like that. I mean, you know, he, he is a smaller guy in stature. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of the times... Just visually, you're already kind of like, ah, oh, you know, we'll see what this guy has to bring to the battle. But I thought he was dope, right? Good round. Could have beaten a lot of guys. But, man, Gichi turned up on him. And it's like, I don't know how I can watch a guy get killed, but he didn't die, if that makes any sense. Like, yeah. he died, but it's like, but he was good. Like, you were good, but still right. got killed. Like, this is weird. Right. Like, it was a parallel right. universe to me. I didn't understand what was going on. It's like, Geechee out outbarred him, outcrypt him, outgangstered him, talked to his set in the crowd, like, talked about his stature, talked about, you know, his place in the game, and just, like, Big boyed him all around for the whole round. But the kid clutch was good, but he still got like this was bananas, man. Like I didn't understand how that happened. And I'm like, I like this kid for the round that I saw. And then all of a sudden, Geechee, ah, now you're making me go, why, why did I think this kid was good? You know what I'm saying? But he is good. That's what's crazy, you know? Yeah. But no, I uh-huh. I think they just shows that there's different there's, there's, there's levels. Different. There's right. levels to it. But we got to show the positive side of Clutch also because him versus Danny was a very good balanced battle where yeah. it was like this was a great back and forth battle. So if you want to watch it, if you want to catch up on a Kid Clutch battle where you want to see where he can take it to, go watch Kid Clutch versus Danny because Danny did not take it light. He came in for that fight and Kid Clutch was there for that fight too. Like he's lyrical. He's got punches. He's got a good delivery. I feel like some of these guys with the bigger voices, a lot of the times the voices can tend to maybe drown them out a little bit. And the more aggressive battle rappers take advantage of the fact that they have more aggression versus, right. them, you know, right. so it can right. look and sound a certain way. 
But, you know, when you're breaking down his ability to rap, like he's really good, you know, so that is a battle that you guys need to go and watch. I definitely agree with you, though, man, with the experience factor and the lyrics and, and delivery and all that. I have Kid Clutch winning this battle versus TK, you know, but like I say to all the other guys, man, how many people outside of the Western region know about TK or have heard about TK on a casual level? Not that many. So this is a great opportunity to make your name known. So TK, take full advantage of this, brother. Take full advantage of it. Yeah, and you know what's you know what's kind of surprising? Um, most people don't know this, but um, Kid Clutch and uh, TK actually was scheduled to battle on oh. URL. Oh, okay. Um, uh, two years ago on Traffic Two PG card. Ah, and all right. Didn't go down for whatever reason. Um, and TK, he's he's fine. Um, you know, he's uh, he's got he's got some good projection. Uh, I, I really like that about him. But there is there isn't a lot that separates him from any other battler on the on the West Coast. And mm. and I, um, Kid Clutch again. I think the experience is is going to come into into play here. And yeah. I think it's I think he's gonna win this thing kinda kinda clearly. But hey, that's the thing with these with these tournaments and everything. I mean, we we see on a weekly basis the guy we expect to win right. doesn't win. So who knows? TK could turn up. Exactly. And that's what we're here for, man. A fire yep. battle. So I'm hoping to see a fire battle, man. Next battle up, my main, my main, my main, my main man, Dre Vicious, straight out of Watts. He's gonna be battling dot everything man and this this might be one of the ones on the card man this is a battle that i'm actually looking forward to dot everything has been making his name all throughout the west he went out to michigan and battled a qp earlier this year in a fire battle so it's showing you that he's not afraid to travel and take people on in their own backyards um he's battled a handful of notable guys in the past also and Dre Vicious, man, he is a veteran out here on the West Coast. You've seen him on all the West Coast leagues. Uh, right. A hat, you know, uh, you've seen him on uh, West Coast Elites. You've seen him on URL. You know, he was even on the, um, I want to say the Hollow Danny card also, too. Um, he's battled Geechee. Yeah. Like, he's tested. He's tested, and he's yeah. one of those guys where it's like it's long overdue. And talk about two dudes who's... Uh, conviction and believability is on a thousand both yeah. of these guys are bringing this to the ring man tim what do you think about this battle brother yeah no so um i got dre vicious uh winning this but i'm not as excited for this battle um, oh okay yeah no you know what uh, dre vicious he he doesn't do it for me man i mean he, mm. he's got he's, he's got um He's had like 10 URL PGs, right? Mm -hmm. Which doesn't mean anything, right? But just in the sense that I feel like he's a really well-respected guy in the community. I think the people who know him really like him. I mean, this is why he's battling people like Geechee and on Snoop Dogg's Gladiator School. Right, like, yeah. Like, and I think he's just a very active member in that battle rap community and, and people really fuck with him. Um but man, I, I just listen to some of his battles, and it's like some of the shit he says. I'm just like, yeah, we're, we're, this was you're a couple of years behind on this mm -hmm. stuff. So, so, so my personal thing is like, I feel like 
he's probably really good compared to all the battlers in that city. But once you put him on a national scale, it's hard to level up from that. And I, I just don't. I just don't see myself like going out to be like, I got to watch Drake vicious battles. You mm. know what I mean? Mm. Um, and the same kind of can be said about dot everything. So he's from San Bernardino. Yes. Um, you know, and, and the funny thing about him, it looks like he only has eight battles, mm. uh, 58,000 views total, 48,000 of those 58 are from the clean paper battle. <laughs> and That's hey, crazy. he wasn't bad in the clean paper, right. but man, well, it's, it's the same thing as kid clutch versus Geechee, where you're like, okay, you did good. And then the other guy goes, and you're like, holy shit. Right. Okay. The star They're power right. and charisma just took over. Right. They just right. took yeah. over. And I'm glad that you brought up that point because, um, yeah, like his, he would say certain bars where you're like, yo, if you're from the streets or know, you know, street elements, you're like, that's true. That's correct. That's 100% a fact. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? I- Thing I guarantee you is like uh, one of the realest battle rappers to ever fucking do it. Like, right, he, it's just bleeding. Like through. when he said, uh, "You know, somebody blah blah blah." He wasn't expecting that. I went home with a boil on my hip or whatever. And he just asked me where I'm from and stuff like that. And you're like, "Yo, the fact that he said he went home with a boil on his hip, you know, like you already know what that." Ca- and and it's the the words that he chose. It was like, "Yo." I believe this man has been through the stuff that he says he's been through. You know what I'm saying? And when he was like, you know, the rubber band on my beard and stuff like that. So the mask and fit and everything. And you're like, yo, man, like some of these things he's saying is really like 100% on point. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, he is uh, also a God body, a five percenter. So he does have some knowledge in his bars also. So you hear that influence and he's very flowy. Like, when he's rhyming, like, there's definitely a rhythm to it. I don't want to say, like, Big K, you know what I'm saying? But you can definitely hear the flow. Like, maybe he wrote this to a beat, but just kind of battle-wrapped it just a little bit more than just actually straight flowing to a beat with it. You know, but the thing that I will have to say is that versus Dre Vicious, Dre Vicious knows how to perform. He knows how to project. He knows how to be animated on that stage. So... Where right. he may fall behind a little bit in the lyrics, he's going to make up for it in all the other facets in battle rap. And his right. believability is just the same. Like, right. I believe everything that this guy is saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, I believe he's been through all the street stuff that you could possibly be through, have gone through being from Watts also. You know what yeah. I mean? So I say that to say this, dot everything. You're going to have to pick up the stage presence and the yeah. performance because yeah. you got bought and some of the bars are going to have to be stepped up to also dot everything, you know, like I know like on the West coast, you guys really support one another. There's a lot of home cooking that goes on, but like you said, Tim, when you step outside of some of those places and that home cooking is not there, some of those bars become evident that they need to be worked on just a little bit more. You know what I mean? So if I had to put money down on this battle, with the overall experience and with the overall stage presence and delivery, Dre Vicious gets everything out cleanly. Because Dre Vicious will surprise you with some of the bars where you're like, oh, 
no, yeah, that was that was dope. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So all he has to do is land a few of the, a couple of those, a few of those per round, and do everything else. And you know, visually, all the visual cues, the eye test will say that Dre Vicious should win this battle. You know what I mean? But if not everything wins, will I be shocked? Hell no. Because the man right. can rap, you know, but there's just a few things that he has to work on to level up also. And but but that's why I'm saying this battle should be a good battle because I feel like they're you know that they're, they're, they're somewhat evenly matched where both guys can work on a couple of things, but just from the pure gangster element and the believability element, like I'm looking forward to this one happening. I I think it should be a dope battle, and um I'm slightly by the thinnest of hairs, edging Dre Vicious out in this battle. But I want to see a good fight, fellas. Like, I want to see a good fight. Like, you know, let's let's make this happen, you know? Yeah, yeah. The one thing with Dot, everything I want to uh, – I'd like to see him uh, improve upon is is his projection. Yes. Because I feel like his, his voice isn't really there. Right. And Same thing with Clutch. Same thing with Clutch. Yeah, yes. I know right, you can't right. help your voice, but – Try to help your voice. I don't know how you're going to do it, but try. You know what I'm saying? So so I I think with that, I mean, with Dot, it's, again, I mean, he hasn't been battling for very long, so it's just something that's going to come with time and whatever yep. and getting more comfortable with it and just like something that you, uh-huh. that you work with. But, yeah, man, I, I, I think – I think the one thing you can't work on is your believability and – that's something you either have or you don't have and dot and 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 vicious have it but i feel like dot it like really comes out of him mm-hmm. and um so in that sense i mean he's got to step ahead of everyone so it's just some of those other intangibles he's got to like work on yeah and, yeah and- Go, man. I can see him going far. Absolutely. It's like the quiet guy versus the loud guy. (laughs) You know? Yeah. yeah. Definitely. All right, man. Now, the guys who were actually in the tournament battling for the 50K active versus Saint. Active defeated Caustic to move on to the second round, and Saint defeated RX to move on to the second round. Tim, I'm going to take the lead on this one, man. I think this battle is going to be 100% clear. Saint is going to yep. be the winner. Yep. Saint is the better rapper. Saint has the better punches. Saint is clean. He's not going to choke. He's not going to stumble. He's going to hit me with some bars that I'm not even expecting. He's very creative. His wordplay is dope. His punches are really dope, man. I just cannot see a way that Active can win this battle. So, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm the exact same way. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, the, the, the one thing, um, since we're talking about judge battles here at the West, do we have any idea who is doing any of the judging is the same guys from last time. The well, all right. I know that there's going to be two new judges. One of them will be Nico from Nico TV, you know, Mr. Hidden Characters himself and, Ben Swayze, a.k.a. K.O.T.B., will be a remote judge for these battles also. I mean, that's Good. what they said. You know what I mean? Like, that's what that's what I've been told. You know, if things change last second, please don't right. kill the messenger. You know what I'm saying? Because stranger things have happened before. But I know that those two are supposed to replace two of the judges. I'm not sure which two they're replacing. I mean, I might have an idea in my head, but I will wait and see 
tomorrow, you know, when the judges are announced or they announce it later today. That's great. Those are two really credible judges. Um, Nico obviously knows his shit. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I do want to say I was disappointed uh, with uh, some of the judging that had happened last weekend in Detroit simply because. Mm, talk to me. Led, yeah. You had Ledge from Top Tier Podcast, Podcast. Yep. in the building, yeah. right? Yeah. He reached out to him and said, hey, come to our event, right? right? So they know who he is. Why the fuck wasn't he judging? You know what I mean? And they got Shell Chanel or whatever. Shell Bell. Your boy's Shell manager, Bell. former manager. Danny Myers' is former manager. Up. Yeah. I'm, 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 she managed I, Danny Myers in the past. She managed Miss Hustle. I want to say Jay Huggins and a couple of other battlers. And, um, bro, I'm 100% with you. I mean, listen. We love the ladies, women power and all that. Like, I'm all for it. But, Shell, I felt like you were doing a little too much. I felt like the attention to what was going on wasn't 100% there, you know. And the fact that you were saying that people are saying that it's a robbery for the um, real deal versus times battle when literally no one said that no one everyone was like this is such a close battle i'm glad it's a great battle and then you said that they were saying that in the chat but you weren't in the chat because you admitted yourself that you just started looking at what people saying in the chat (laughs) and all one of these guys is gonna take me home and give me a piece of that 50k i wore the leggings just for this and i'm like sister come on now like what are we doing like this like this ain't the time for all that it not to say that hey you know you couldn't have been super objective in these battles but for me i like to see people zoned in tuned in locked into these battles not talking about how wearing the leggings and having a big old booty is going to make one of these guys want to take you home and split up the 50k with you like what the fuck that's not what i want to hear from a judge you know what i'm saying and 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 the thing is is i can't think I literally cannot think of a better judge for Detroit battle rap. Hello. Than and, Hello. You look, and you bring them to the building, but yet you don't have, a, I don't know, maybe, maybe ledge declined or something. I, I don't know. They didn't ask him. They didn't ask him. Oh my God. That drives me. That and I was, I was thoroughly disappointed. I'm like, all right. So you brought someone from who's from Louisville, Kentucky to come and be a judge, but you have someone who's who's super dedicated to this art form. I mean, salute to Ledge. Him and Nico just went live on Caffeine right now. Follow them for the Friday Fix on Top Tier Podcast on Caffeine. It is a fire show. Fire, fire, fire show. Two of my favorite guys to watch. So please, if you guys are listening to this, go follow them now. Go watch them um, every Friday at noon. Um, I couldn't have thought of a better judge. Like, he would have been perfect. He would have been impartial. He would have been locked in, zoned in. You know, he's got no picks, and he would have called it right down the middle. He's going to catch everything. I I just couldn't believe it. I would hope that maybe the second go-round, maybe they can be like, hey, you know what? We're going to bring Legend for this round, too, because he definitely needs to be one of those judges. Like I couldn't think of a better judge, especially someone who is in Detroit already. Right? Ah, (sighs) anyways. 
Yeah. So, so, all right. So, sorry to talk about Detroit. I just had to get no, that No, it's out. all good, brother. That's what we're here for. That's um, what they're here but, for. If they're here at an hour and 11 minutes still listening to us two still going on, I'm pretty sure they're like, touche. You know what I mean? So, so let me let me talk about the judging for the West Coast because here's one thing I want to bring up. We didn't cover the first week, right? No. But here's, here's the thing. Um, obviously – once frack lost, everyone was like, Who are these judges? They looked into it and they're like, These are crack city guys. What the <laughs> fuck? You're like, oh, how is this happening? You know? Right, right. And everyone talks about, you know, how this was a robbery for uh for frack and disaster. What everyone is missing is you know who else is in Crack City? Mm. Fucking activists. Yeah. Active the yeah. same guy who had a debatable battle against caustic and somehow yeah, debatable voted unanimously <laughs> for active. So what the fuck, you know? Like, and uh, that battle was debatable. Like it was, was definitely a debatable battle. It was definitely debatable. So I'll say this, right? The fact that active won the battle is not like Oh my God, I can't believe it. Cause it wasn't like Caustic was amazing. All right. Let's, let's be 100% honest. Caustic was not amazing in that he battle. Was not Neither was active. So I could see the battle being, you know, 50 50. But 4 0 active? That was a little crazy. With chokes in two rounds. I don't know, bro. I don't know, man. It was a little crazy, uh, man. <laughs> All I'm going to say is if he chokes Ben Swayze, he's going to pack him up, B. He's going to oh, pack yeah. him no. up. And that's that's why I love that Like Ben is there. Because you know what? Regardless of like whether you agree or disagree, he will at least be able to explain why. You know right, what I mean? Yep. That's all I fucking want from a judge. I don't need to agree with you every time, but I at least got to understand why you chose what you chose. Absolutely. That's- and Nico and, is not afraid to go, you know, like, uh, I mean, it's all California, but even when Cali natives battle outsiders, Nico's not afraid to tell you, you lost, all right, or you got killed, or you were a hidden right. character this battle. Like, he's not afraid <laughs> to do that. So I'm totally fine with those two guys. I don't know who the other two judges are going to be, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know how that's going to go, but I do know. That I can count on those two gentlemen, no matter what, how this goes. Yep. So that's yep. definitely an improvement. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so sorry. Um, that's all I really had to say with that. I, I agree with you 100%. Saints going to win this. Can't see active uh, uh, pulling this out. Word. And now, Tim, the floor is going to be all yours for this. You are Mr. K.O.T. K.O. Tim D. You are Mr. Gene Shorts Nation in the flesh yourself. You go back with these guys. You know everything about the. You have transcribed so many of these guys' battles on Genius. Tim, please take the floor. Give us a little history lesson of Disaster versus Thesaurus and then bring us up to date and give us your prediction on how this battle will turn out, my brother. It's a history lesson, y'all. Get your pipes, youngins, and put the tobacco in there and light it up. Let's go. Get your corn husks. Man, I uh, I wasn't prepared for the history lesson, but let's see what I can like uh, swing up here. All right, so this was um, uh, Disaster versus Thesaurus. This is going to be a rematch, right? Because mm-hmm. when they first battled, this was Battle of the Bay 2. Mm. Or November... November 2000 and 
eight. Mm. Twelve years later. A dozen of them things. And so what's so wild about this, at the time, Thesaurus undefeated. No one ever beat this guy. Um, you know, he he's coming off of uh, uh, like Scribble Jam and Tourette's Without Regrets and all, everything West Coast affiliated. Thesaurus is seen as a god. Mr. Two but, times everything. Two times everything, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Him and the source, or, or him and Ilmac on, on their on their uh, on their win and everything. So it's crazy because around this same time, people are talking about this guy from the battle rap league, the Pit, right? Mm-hmm. And so this guy, Disaster, who's whatever eighteen or something, going around smoking fools, and he's super, you know, uh, super intense, super loud. Really funny, great wordplay, all this shit. And but, Middle Eastern, so that's like, where'd that come from? Yeah. But but at this point, Disaster doesn't really have any battles on camp. Right. And so he gets one, and he gets it with the source. And Disaster will be the first to tell you, he was, like, enamored. Like, he couldn't yeah. believe he yeah. was battling the source. He's like, holy shit. And at one point, like, during the battle... The source laughs at one of his lines, and and it like threw disaster off because he's like, "Holy shit, holy shit!" The source <laughs> thought what I said was funny. Right. Oh my god, you know what I mean? And so the battle goes on, and I think the judges give it to disaster, but it's it's pretty much seen as like a that shouldn't have happened that mm-hmm. way. Mm. Source. So some things never change over the course of time. Exactly, exactly. Uh, So so what's funny is um, this is going to be a rematch to kind of set that straight a little bit. I mean, you know what this kind of reminds me of, and hopefully we have a better outcome. It kind of reminds me of uh, Head Ice versus Cortez, you know, where they have a battle in any of their careers, kind of, and then as things would have it, you know, 10 years later, they're meeting up again um, for in a judge battle. Right. You know? Yeah. So uh, this time, how it's going to go down, I don't know. You know, I talked about a little bit last week with the with the judges and how disaster has. He's 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 got an uphill battle because he is going to have to prove that he deserved to win last week. I think people kind of want retribution, a little bit of karma. And so they like want disaster to lose. Mm. He shouldn't be here in the first place. Mm. And the source, I thought the source did great last week or last month. Bro. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Netflix. I, I was really, really impressed. I was like, this is vintage the source. So, um, It'll be really, I'll be really surprised if Disaster wins. He's just got too much of an uphill climb. Yeah. You know, and, and Thesaurus, I think it has so many angles. That's the thing about going against Disaster. You have so many different fucking things to pick him apart on. And Thesaurus knows Disaster so well, he's going to have new angles. So, yeah, <sighs> <Exactly>. man. <laughs> It's crazy. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy, man. And and if it goes down to the fan vote, the fan vote. I don't. I don't care if the source chokes all three. He's he's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna win five percent of that fucking fan vote, dude. Guarantee it. Yo, listen. I I couldn't have said it better, man. Disaster is gonna have to be super Saiyan mode. Like it, he's gonna have to go whatever best disaster you can think of. He's gonna have to do that. 
times yeah. two to erase right. the stench of the decision from the first round and to prove to people like, no, 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 no. I'm clearly head and shoulders above this. And at this point in time, I just don't know if disaster has the energy for this anymore. Like at the, at right now, you know what I'm saying? Like, but then again, maybe he's like, yo, you know what? Damn man. The first round, like I really messed up. I let so many people down. Like, you know, I didn't bring my best and I know the source is going to try to kill me. And I really have to like, try to outwit this guy and prove that I'm better. So I'm really hoping that, that 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 Diz really steps his game up because, like you said, man, he's fighting an uphill battle, and he's behind the eight ball right now. Like, you know, he's really gonna have to be amazing to to clearly win this battle. And like you said, man, Thesaurus knows how to angle guys. He's got the classic style already, and he proved that he was rejuvenated versus Madflex. Like, he really brought out the one of yeah. the best versions of Thesaurus that. We've seen in a very long time because let's keep it real. He's been stumbly here and there. Some of the material can has sounded dated here and there. Some of it has been really fire over the course of time too. But at the same time between the stumbles and the kind of swings and misses, but he put it all together versus Madflex. And now you're giving him a whole aspect of I got robbed the first time you robbed Frack, and now you know you're giving him new angles to work with. And I'm gonna edge the source in this battle, man. I think he's gonna yep. want retribution from the first go round. And on top of that, I just think that he's just a little bit hungrier right now, man. Like you know, so I'm going with the source in this one. But I think we're gonna get a much better version of disaster than we did in the first round because. We know Diz, man. Diz loves battle rap. Like, he bleeds battle rap. And, you know, we've seen him perform well. When he battled Danny Myers, he went crazy. Like, he was mad dope all three rounds. And he had a super long-ass murder move third where he was jumping from universes and parallel yep. parking and stuff like that and everything. So, I know that Diz still has it, you know. So, I feel like maybe he knows that Thesaurus and him come from the same, you know, background, the same class, the same kind of era, the same, you know, generation. And when I say that, you know, I just mean that they've they've been progressing along together. Like they've been on this grind time slash KOTD ride together. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I feel like he's going to up the respect, whereas maybe versus Frack, he didn't have that same respect. Maybe right. oh, Frack is a newer guy and he doesn't come from the era that I come from. He's a privileged dude from up in Northern Cali or whatever. Like, I don't have to. I'm just going to punk him and right. I'm going to win. Whereas versus Thesaurus is like, this is not the same situation, man. This is a guy who's seen everything that you've seen, done everything you've done in the battle world. Like, you can't big boy him like you guys right. both are standing on the same mountaintop and you guys got to put on your gi and only one guy is going to be standing on the mountaintop when this thing is over. Right. You know, yep. so I'm hoping that this brings the best out of this uh, out of disaster. Like he, he really needs to make up for that first round. And I'm hoping to see a dog fight, Tim. I'm really hoping to see a dog fight. Yeah. And my yeah. Sunday afternoon off in grand fashion, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if this ends up not being one of the best battles of the entire tournament, I'm... Should be, this should be one of the best battles of the year. 
Yeah. That's yeah. the kind of expectations I'm putting on this battle. Right. Like, I want right. to see one of the best battles of the year from this battle. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Well, Tim, man, we've reviewed. We made it. The, we, Ninja, we made it. We've reviewed <laughs> the North Side, and uh, we've previewed the West Coast Round 2. For everyone who's made it this far, we thank you. We need you to go and subscribe to our YouTube page. Let's talk battle rap podcast. So just type in LTBR podcast, subscribe, hit that 1K so we can start going live on YouTube and doing degenerate stuff like we've been known to do. Uh, we need you guys, wherever you're listening to this on, whether it's Spotify or Apple, subscribe, leave us a five-star rating, drop some comments, all right? Hey, and if you have the time and you're around during the daytime, follow us on Caffeine, caffeine.tv slash LTBR podcast. We are on live Monday through Thursdays, 1030 a.m. to noon. We have your favorite battle rappers on all the time. We got the best breakdowns, the best infographics, the best stats, the best personalities. I mean, man, we are going ham. Think of it as like first take of undisputed meets the breakfast club all right you get insight into your favorite artists we talk about more than just the battles they get a lot personal we, we find out a whole bunch of things about these people you know what i mean so once again that's caffeine.tv slash ltbr podcast follow tim the genius on twitter at don't tweet much that's right you may not see him tweeting much but he's out there all right <laughs> And follow me on all socials at Program V. All right, man. And I hope you guys really get a chance to uh, enjoy the battles this weekend. I hope you guys have been thoroughly entertained once again. It is always our pleasure to bring you these uh, KOTD Grand Prix reviews and previews every weekly, every Friday. So continue to uh, tune in and support us. And if you want to leave a little shopping shopping for your boys, hit that cash app, man. Dollar sign LTBR podcast. All right. We can use all the shekels you guys can pull out. All right. So uh once again, man, Tim, this has been great catching up with you again, my brother. And uh I can't wait Pleasure, to do man. this one again, bro ham. Let's do it again next week, bud. Yes, sir. Have a good one, player. Hey, you too. Peace. Peace.